0: You've got questions. We've got all the answers when it comes to sex and more. This is The A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Every week, we pick a series of topics that you've been wanting to know about. It's an encyclopedia of sex, intimacy, relationships, and so much more than that. Let's get things started. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to The A to Z of Sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. I am a sex and intimacy coach and psychologist And I've spent the last 30-plus years helping people to create and maintain meaningful, hot, and healthy sexual and intimate relationships. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Today, the letter is L, and L is for lube. Joining me today to talk about lube in every way is Raylene Toskoski. Hello! 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 You're good, Raylene developed her unique mix of sex ed and stand-up comedy in living rooms throughout New England. For 12 years, she's educated women about how their bodies work and why they work that way. And along the way, she's gained some hilarious universal truths and insights that leave her guests roaring with laughter and a sense of relief that it's not just me. Stand-up comedy sex ed is about taking the living room on the road and letting everyone hear what we've been talking about in private. Now, Raylene has been on this show a couple of times. We've always had a good time. And her podcast stand-up comedy sex ed is starting next week and I understand like the first topic is going to be talking to kids about sex so I encourage people to listen to that because we could all do with some help around that
2: one yeah and I can't wait to have you on my show and I and I know what I'll be asking you about (laughs) (laughs) well I'd be happy to be
1: on it so lube oh my god so why
2: would we want to do a whole show on lube? You, you weigh in on that first. Because it's quite possibly the most important thing when it comes to sex. Whether it's natural lubrication or additional lubrication or just fun lubrication, playful lubrication, uh, when it comes right down to it, it's the KISS method. Keep it slippery, stupid. <laughs> and that's what lube does. It helps keep it slippery.
1: Oh, my God. Yes, that is so important. And it's really interesting because people have some very strange ideas about having to add lubrication um, or what it means. And, um, you know, I know we've talked about arousal non-concordance before. Um, and so for those who don't remember, arousal non-concordance is when um, uh, your body responds but you're not enjoying yourself. There's like there's a mishma- mismatch between your physical response and your subjective response. And it's important to remember that um, our bodies are quite like Pavlov's dogs. <laughs> we get a lot of conditioned responses, and so um, stimulate the genitals, and son- and, a, and a woman will get wet.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, provided. Most- Provided, provided she's not on any medications that's or right. and uh, birth control she, pills, antidepressants, allergy
1: medications. Absolutely. And provided that she's not, it, that's not part of her menopausal stuff, she will often get wet and yet she may not be enjoying herself at all. And the reverse can be true. I've got men asking me if their wives are faking enjoying it because they're not getting wet, but they're reporting enjoyment. And, and as you just gave a list of medications, really important. There are a lot of medications that cause dryness um, as a side effect, and and also various stages in life. And I, and I hate to say it, I'm afraid that postmenopausal women have huge trouble with dryness sometimes, and it can be incredibly painful. Not just when you're having sex, but all in, the time. All the time. I mean, one of the things women describe it is like walking around and feeling like there's sandpaper inside of them.
2: Yep. Um, I actually had an experience with that after the birth of my third child. I went through a period of time where, like, on honest to God, and this was long before I knew anything about what I know now, I would go into a bathroom and spit on my fingers and wet my labia walking around because it just felt like I was chafing. And that's one of the reasons why I think it's so important for me to do what I'm doing is because I was 32 and I didn't know that possibly a little bit of lubrication would have helped. And mm-hmm. uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of really passionate about what I do, because I think it's ridiculous how much we don't know and how, how much easier life would have been if I had just known put a little bit of water based lubricant on your labia when you're going through extreme periods of dryness. You'll That'll really help.
1: Another thing that you can do, also, there are some balms, some natural right. balms. That if you're really chafing, you yeah. can be wonderful. But you know what? It, for me, the experience wasn't on the labia. It was internal. And that was horrific. It was like I walked and and I felt like something was cutting me. Mm. And what it was, was I went through this with, with the menopause, this period during the menopause where I was that dry and used some internal lubricants and some balms and... um supplemented hormones and everything kind of went back to a better state um for those uh, women may not be aware many women may not be aware that there are actual laser internal laser treatments that are really great in increasing your your ability to lubricate naturally again
2: oh i did not hear
1: that yep this is there's considerable literature around this um and basically there are a number of different kinds. One's got like radio frequency, which is heat, but the, but the actual laser one, you're basically ab- ablating, so you're kind of cutting the, the yeah, flesh yeah. in a sense with the laser, and that stimulates the production of collagen. Now, when I first found out about this, um, and I found an organization that is female-led, and that all they're all nurses, and all of them have had the treatment. And so I decided that I would use them. And it wasn't for um, for dryness. For me, it was um, um, a small prolapse. Now, for those of you who don't know what a prolapse is, that's when part of the vagina is not where it's supposed to be. So when a large prolapse, women can end up with the vagina outside their body, mm-hmm. sticking outside their body. But with a small one, it's usually part of one of the walls that's coming in. Right. Why do you even care because that typically will cause pain during sex. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I had a hysterectomy and that took care of pain during sex that I was having, right? Got rid of it because we got rid of the fibroids and I was really great for um, over a year. And then I started having pain again and I thought, oh fuck, right? What's this? And I was doing the PC Kegel exercises I was being told and it still wasn't helping. And I went to the NHS website here because I live in England. So I'm on the National Health website looking this up. And they have, this is what they have on the website. First, they tell you some prolapses can be managed. I didn't, at that point, hadn't had a doctor diagnose it, but I figured it out. Some prolapses can be managed by doing kegel exercises. So I was keggling from here till Doomsday. <laughs> and it did fuck all, right? It was still a problem. And then they said, we can give you a pessary. Now, to me, a pessary is something you put in that melts away. No, no, this was like a plastic little donut that would keep you open.
2: Oh.
1: That just didn't, yeah, exactly right. That's what I said. I said, oh, that doesn't sound appealing at all. think I will skip that one. And then the other option was surgery. And so I was like, fuck, I don't want to have surgery again. And I went in and saw my GP, and, and, and she took a look, and she said, well, it's a, it's a mild one, right? Um, but it's the back wall. So probably part of the reason the kegels aren't working is it's harder. That's the harder part to really work on. And, um, then I found out about this laser stuff and I got in touch with these people and she, I said, you know, will this help prolapse? And she said, yeah, it should. Um, but you have to have three treatments, Right. Some people have complete relief on the first treatment. I wish I'd had complete relief on the first treatment, but I didn't. <laughs> um, I'm waiting for the second, which is going to be delayed, of course, because of all this. Yeah. Um, but but I did have some. I got Some got better. One of the things I really noticed was that um, it really increased lubrication. But they say, oh, you know, it really doesn't hurt. And it's really kind of just slightly uncomfortable. Okay, g- gals, I'm just going to be really totally honest here. I experienced it as incredibly painful, okay? Not so painful that you couldn't do it, not so painful that I wouldn't do it again, right? But it was not, I was led to believe it would just be mildly, it's like when somebody tells you that a tattoo is discomfort.
2: I have never had one, so I can't. (laughs) Or waxing
1: (laughs) is discomfort.
2: Okay, yeah right discomfort in some areas and in some areas it feels like someone ripped your soul out (laughs) right okay so thank
1: you for that because that explains
2: it so you know but some but some people will tell you
1: oh even if they're ripping you know the hair off the vulva or even if they're ripping the hair off between the cheeks you know it's just discomfort no it hurts like fuck right and and so did this for just a short period of time right but if it does what it says on the tin which is a very British British expression. <laughs> if it does <laughs> what it says on the tin, then I'll be very happy with it. Um, so far, we've had an improvement. But I, I mention this because this is a definitely, you know, this is yet again more information that women aren't given. Nobody talked about it. Right. I didn't know that this was an option. And it isn't because it's some, you know, Treatment that has never been proven. Treatment that doesn't have a medical basis. You know, most of the people doing these treat, giving this treatment, are not um, estheticians. They're not. It's not a beauty treatment.
2: Right. It's, so it's not about like look pretty. It's not a vaginal rejuvenation. Well, they call it a vaginal rejuvenation, but it's the internal.
1: So it's oh. not. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: So so it's 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 about increasing lubrication. It's about tightening. It's about dealing with a little bit of prolapse. So it's not, it is a rejuvenation because that's what it's doing. It's rejuvenating the tissue right. because the reason that women have these problems is, is frequently they have some atrophy because of um, less estrogen, right. um, less progesterone. So, you know, it is a rejuvenation, but when we think of rejuvenation, we usually think of um, uh, vaginoplasty, making it look pretty. Right.
2: This yeah. isn't about making it look pretty. It's about making it work better. That's right. I wonder if some of the desensitivity that we get over time and the uh, less lubrication we get over time is a result of scar tissue from micro tears from years and years and years and years of not being properly lubricated.
1: Thank you. I think that's probably a really important thing to mention. I think that a lot of times people do have scar tissue and uh, and, and women become self-conscious about adding lubrication and sometimes men can be really horrible about a need for lubrication it's like oh no i want to make you it like yeah like it's like a failure yeah and at first they feel that they failed and then of course if they feel like they failed they then feel like they need to fucking shame the woman (laughs) right you fail yeah
2: well that is one i call that the caveman syndrome And I have mentioned it in my comedy shows, and I'm like, if there's any bodily function that you would like to control in me, please make it my ability to not sneeze and pee at the same time, right? Right. (laughs) Let me worry about my lubrication. But what I think is worse than the men shaming women who need lubrication, it's women who shame women for needing lubrication. And there's a very uh, famous, uh, what do you call it, UF fighter? Mm -hmm. who publicly said that if a woman needs lube, her partner is not doing his job. Which is complete and utter rubbish. It is bullshit on the upper level of bullshit. There are so many things that are involved in your ability to lubricate besides your medications. You know, uh, there's stress. I bet there's a ton of us right now not getting a lot of lubrication because we are worried about everything.
1: Absolutely, and if you can even relax enough to enjoy sex as, um, as a way of connecting with your partner and, and or as a, stre- as a kind of a stress relief or a diversion, there's still the background stress going on and that impacts the ability to lubricate. I'm, I'm looking at my eyes at the moment, you know, because we can see each other on video and my eyes are drier than they've been in ages and that is, and my mouth is dry and that is all about stress. Yeah. all about stress cortisol pumping into your body drives you the fuck out.
2: Yeah. I've, I've been uh, on the verge of tears on and off for the last like 48 hours. And I'm like, I just need to like get super angry and rage so I can cry or watch some stupid sappy movie so I can just let it go. Cause I can feel it. Yeah.
1: So we are about one minute from break. Um, when we come back, we'll continue this further. We're talk, you know, it talk about different kinds of loops and, the, and you know, interesting Lube. bits about applying loops and the best loops <laughs> to use for what, and all of that when we come back after we hear from our sponsors. So, I'll see you guys in a couple of minutes.
2: join Dr. Joe Casciani and his program that shows us that age is just a number. You can age with fresh and inspiring perspectives, whether it's staying physically fit or keeping mentally fit. With great stories, plenty of advice about successful aging, and brighter outlooks, you just might join those who are living to 100. The Living to 100 Club is broadcast live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness
1: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisby. This is part two of Ellis for Lube, and I'm with the amazing Raylene Paskowski. and we were talking before the break. I said we were going to talk about all the different kinds of lubes and the best lubes, but we were talking about stress, and I think we'll definitely have to come back to that.
2: Right. That's less about lube and more about life right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, you know, I mean...
1: So I'm not sure if you knew the figure, but like 50% uh, uh, sex, to- sex toy sales have gone up 50%. Oh, hell yeah. Part
2: of this. Yeah. Um, and I've been outside doing- orders are insane. I have had so, I have never in the 13 years I've been doing this, had the level of outside orders that I'm getting now or the amount, the size of the orders. Like this morning, I had a $350 outside order on my website, which I'm extremely grateful for because I can't party right now because we're all shut down, which I know we didn't really mention that, but that's the, the basis of what I still do to make money as I do in-home parties, right? Like selling sex toys. Um, And I'm really grateful for it. But yeah, the, <laughs> the outside orders are insane. Yes. the The just first just, just- week... I had like $1,200 in outside orders, and that has never happened in the, in, like I said, the entirety of the 13 years I've been yes. doing this. It's like, it's like up
1: 50%. And it's been really interesting. I've been doing unboxing
2: videos. Um,
1: now, some, some things have been donated to me, and other things that I had been thinking about purchasing for a long time, I just decided to purchase, right? Because I was like, fuck it. Might as well get it now. And so I've been doing these unboxing videos and putting them up and answering loads of questions about sex toys. Um, but it is you know, people are looking at what they can do to decrease stress and orgasm and sex is definitely in the realms of decreasing stress. But it's important if you buy sex toys that you understand what lubrication works with what.
2: Right. So um, that's a a good lead in. Uh, If you have a silicone toy, You should be quite careful about any silicone lubricant that you're going to use with it because silicone on silicone will create a chemical reaction uh, and it will break down your toy at a molecular level, which will leave it uh, vulnerable to bacteria getting into it and being harder to clean. Most toys, you can just use a water-based lubricant with them. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you intend to use a water toy in the water, then you may consider needing... um, A silicone lubricant with that toy. Right. Plus anything that's going in the back door and I hear conflicting, I've heard conflicting stories about this, um, but in our company and most of the research I've done, if you're going in the back door, you could, you should use silicone because Water-based lubes will just absorb into the tissue, leaving you unprotected, whereas the silicone will stay on the surface of the skin and keep everything slippery.
1: Yeah, but if you're using a silicone-based toy to go into the back door, you have a problem there. So the way to get around that is to put a condom on the toy Amen. and put the silicone lube on the condom.
2: That's a fantastic solution. And then your toy doesn't get as dirty. <laughs> That's right. So You keep it, um,
1: You know, I think, you know, the, the condoms on the toys is a thing that comes from people who, who um, like to have sex with more than one person. And, um, you know, even when you clean something well, if you've been using it a lot, you don't know where the material has started to get a bit porous. And when it gets a bit porous, it could be absorbing bacteria. So the safest way to deal with this is to either only use your toys on you. Right um or if you're going to want to share with somebody is to just make sure you use a barrier barrier method so use condoms well lubricate the condom and then you take the condom off and you still wash the toy but for the most part you know anything that you're worried about is comes off with the condom
2: (laughs) i had a girl one time her dog had bit her toy and it had a hole in it and she's like i need to buy a new toy and i said well you can or you just put a condom on your toy. And she's like, oh, I never thought of that. And I'm like, you're welcome. I saved 120 bucks. You know? Yeah. <laughs> For temporarily. I mean, I mean you're going to have to replace it eventually. But, you know. People often it's, don't think about this. And, and, and from a disease perspective, it is actually quite
1: important. Right. Uh, uh, that you really can it. transfer germs back and forth.
2: Right. Um, you can't kill a virus with a toy cleaner. So your toy cleaners will usually clean uh, mold, bacteria, fungus, yeast, et cetera, but a virus can't be killed from your toys without destroying your toy. So, it, as a general rule, so if you have a sexually transmitted virus and you want to use your toys, you should absolutely be using your toys with condoms.
1: Right, and that's really important. And then, if you're using it with condoms, you need even more lube. Seriously.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Condoms, even when condoms come lubricated and when you're just talking about sex, forget the toy coverage for a second. Even when condoms come lubricated, uh, add lube on top because I got to tell you, it's not as good, but then you have to be careful what lube you're adding because if you're using a a condom to try and prevent pregnancy and to make sure that you're not catching an STI directly from someone else, then you need to make sure that you're not, again, putting on the wrong lube, which will destroy the condom
2: right so toys that uh lubes that will destroy condoms are oil-based lubricants so a lot of your creamy lubricants a lot of um your flavored i don't i you probably have sensations over there because i think everybody does it um those will break down a condom faster because they're oil based um which isn't silicon based huh that's not silicon base, Right. Silicon, silicone, oil, and water are three different bases for your lubricants.
1: But it's, it's a lot of people don't know that and they think when you, that, that they're looking at either water or oil-silicon and it's not, it isn't that way. There are three completely different things.
2: Yeah, I think it's because silicone looks and feels oily that they just think it's oily, yeah. but it's not. So you can use um, the silicon on the latex or not? On the latex condom. I haven't heard any downsides to that. Haven't really looked into it, but I would imagine well, I mean, we could Google it real quick.
1: <laughs> Probably a good idea since we're talking about
2: it. Exactly. Let's just look that up. Let's not give out bad information. Yeah. Silicone lube with condoms. I love it when everybody just thinks I'm smart and I'm like, no, I just Google. <laughs> Silicone-based lubes
1: are longer lasting and safe to use with condoms.
2: Yeah, water. We're all
1: Latex and polyurethane, and any latex dams or gloves. Perfect. Also, a good choice, as you said, it's a good choice for anal intercourse.
2: Exactly. So, when it comes to lubrication, I have I have a favorite. Uh, It it is it's because we my company sells it, but I imagine there's probably other companies who have a similar. But so the story goes, um, I was forty eight ish years old. I was starting to go into menopause and all my friends who are my age were saying, Oh, you know, I need lube and I'm talking to all these ladies at parties and they're like, I'm so dry. And, and I'm thinking to myself, God, I'm, I'm not having a problem at all. I mean, I don't know what's going on here, but it's fine. And so one day I'm making our bed and we make our bed together every morning, but sometimes I sleep in. And so then I'm making the bed on the other side of a big stack of comics I find a bottle of our lubricant. It's called just like me. And I pick it up and I look and I'm like, why is there a bottle of lubricant over here? And then I look in the, like, I look in the light and I'm like, and why is it half empty? <laughs> like, what the fuck is he doing? So I messaged him at work and I was like, what the hell is this bottle of just like me doing over here? And he goes, Oh, cause we use it like every single time. I'm like, what are you talking about? He says, yeah, we've been using lube for like two years. How did you not know? And I said, one, you didn't tell me. And two, it's called Just Like Me for a reason. Like, I did not notice. But now, um, if we, he makes sure to bring it with him when we when we travel. But I, I notice if I'm, you know, by myself. I'm like, well, that's definitely different. <laughs> mm-hmm. So keeping it slippery, especially if you get a really good water-based lube that doesn't feel gloppy. It doesn't feel thick. It doesn't, you know, I, I kind of like go back to that Brooke Shields jeans ad like nothing gets between me and my vagina (laughs) right
1: right you know I get it um you know I've I've tried a bunch of different ones and um there's a number of of ones that you know no parabens no this no that no the other um that are made with organic things um and that are really useful um and I am blocking on the name of one of them that has calendula in it oh wow and um okay it's actually really nice um it's it's homeopathic and and uh, god i'm blocking on the name i'll remember it but uh,
2: yeah, it'll oh, oh, yeah. Yoni's, bliss.
1: yoni's bliss yoni's bliss
2: yoni's bliss
1: that's really yeah. nice um there's a balm called sex butter that's fab if you're but that uh, that's more i use that less as a lubricant and more as like if you were feeling a little bit chafed, like if you have lots of hot sex and you're feeling a little bit chafed afterwards, it's great. But you can also use it when you've got chapped lips because, you know, yep. same thing. Um, Lola um, is a company that delivers period supplies and sex supplies, and they've got a lubricant that's quite nice. Um, and they, I mean, they sponsored the show, so that's how I discovered it. And it's it's oh, quite a nice lubricant. Good.
2: Well, now I feel bad for mentioning mine because I don't want to step on your sponsors. <laughs> no, I mean, they, um,
1: they're not, I mean, they've sponsored one of, uh, uh, two yeah. of my shows and, you know, I mean, yeah, I know they're, they're a good, they're blue, but I know I think you need to give people choices, right? Right. Um, you know, you don't know, maybe people, different things smell different, they, they, they feel sometimes, you know, some of us are really sensitive to stuff like that. Right. Like a new smell is no problem for me.
2: With my uh, parties, when I introduce the just like me, I always say it's odorless, colorless, flavorless, tasteless, pH balanced, non-staining, re-wetting, FDA-cleared, gluten-free, sugar-free, dairy-free, and latex-free. <laughs> and everybody's always like, what? And I was like, yeah, 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 but I've been doing this for 13 years. So I've been adding on a little at a time. I didn't memorize it right from the get-go, but it's memorable. But what I love about it is that it re and that's um, a, a key is so you can put it on hours before you start to make love. Like if you've got one of those cavemen who's like, Ugh, I can move you up, you know, as soon as you have a little of your own vaginal moisture, it'll make it wet again. And then, you know, he can be like, me make you wet. <laughs> you can be like, yeah, dude, it was totally you. Um, but it's good. Uh, it's, really, it's just a good, I just like it. I know there's tons of others out there and, uh, but like, you know, my personal experience was that I didn't know I was using lube, which is always a good... Yeah, which is always a good thing.
1: If if you're so unaware of it because it feels like your own natural moisture, then you know it's good. Right. Um, so yeah, it, we are literally one minute from the second break. Um, when we come back, um, we're going to talk more about this. And, and seriously, guys, you should have no shame about needing lube, right? right? And... Use lube even when you don't need it.
2: Amen. Because you need it. Because you do need it and you
1: don't <laughs> you do know. Need it. <laughs> True enough. You need it and you don't know. And um, we really can't stress enough that if you start doing this early, you're less likely to tear. We'll be back in a couple of minutes.
2: Your favorite
1: Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Women's Health now has a new voice. Tune in for She Talks Health with host Sophie Shepard. Each week, she'll discuss the issues that affect women today from infertility to mental health to illnesses like Hashimoto's and endometriosis. Sophie and her guests have these topics covered. You'll also learn how to biohack nutrition and lifestyle tips for a woman's body. It's time to hear the answers you need to hear. She Talks Health is broadcast live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel.
3: The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. And today we are doing L is for Lube and this is part three. And I'm with the amazing Rayleigh Teskowski. And um, yes, the last thing I said before the break was, if you use a lot of lube when you don't think you need it, you're less likely to tear. So you're going to have less problems later on. It's it's just like when they tell you get into the habit of moisturizing your skin young and you'll have less wrinkles and, you know, your skin will feel better longer. Same thing.
2: Exactly. Take care of it because it's going to be with you until you die.
1: And you want to be able to use it until you die.
2: Amen. Every time I had, oh, it breaks my heart when someone of any age, but specifically someone in their 30s, and they're just like, Ugh, I'm so over sex. I cannot wait to stop. And I'm like, what? <laughs> who hurt you, baby? Who hurt you? <laughs> I find it, you know, I still
1: have people saying regularly that there's, a, you know, when, when they hit menopause, um, or the, or the, and these are women who are saying, well, you know, it changes and it's not, it shouldn't be as important. And, you know, oh, you're not going to be able to do this and you're not going to be able to do that. And I'm like, Where did you get that idea? Right. Well, you know, maybe you're not old enough. I love it when people look at me and say that. And I just think it's really funny. I'm like, I'm 57. I'm having better sex now than I had when I was 30.
2: Uh, Not going to lie. Me too. Yeah. It just keeps getting better. Well, I mean, it also could be because I've been with the same person. I think there's two things that happens when you've been with somebody for a long time. You either get stuck into a phase where you just don't change anything because it's working but then you also get to the point where you're comfortable enough, one would hope, that you can say, hey, let's try this. Let's yeah. try this. <laughs> let's- yeah.
1: And I think, but even if you have different partners, the other part of this is, is that you, you, you learn yourself. Right. And if you know what really gets you off, the more you know, the better it is, because you can share that with your partner. Um, and so that's a big one. Um, that's a good I mean,
2: comfort level thing.
1: Yeah, and I, de- I mean, I definitely know a lot more about um, what gets me off? Although I knew su- quite a bit, I I know now exponentially more about what gets me off than I did when I was thirty. Um, I also think that you, if you have more sexual confidence, you have better sex. Um, that's so that's the other thing. Um, and it's and if you talk about it and you're willing to do things like you know a lot of women in their twenties and early thirties won't use lube because. Oh, I shouldn't have to. Right. Whereas, you know, when at my age, it's like, Oh yeah, well, of course I'm using lube. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody would expect me to be using lube.
2: I met a woman one time and it's not- she- <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 we're bumping up against each other a little bit. Hopefully our internet will come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I had a girl, uh, a woman once I'd met and she was, In her 50s. And she had a friend who was also in her 50s and she was doing the parties and her friend would not party with her. She didn't want anything to do with it. She didn't want to look at a catalog. She wasn't into any of that. Um, But the woman gave uh, the other woman a birthday present and in the birthday present, she put in some lube. And when they went to dinner with them a couple weeks later, she asked, What did you think of the gift I gave you? And she's in the second lady. She goes, I, my husband loves it. He calls it their garage door opener. (laughs) So it's perfect. Yeah. Don't even, all right, let's go with, all right, we've been talking a lot about vaginas, but let's just talk about lubrication with any male toys. If you're using any masturbation sleeves, if you're using C-rings, anything that's going to encompass the penis or surround the penis has to have a good lubricant for it. Anytime I meet a guy who says, oh, I hated that C-ring, I'll say, well, what lube did you use? And they'll go, lube? And I'm like, yeah, dude, you're putting a rubber band around your penis penis and your testicles why would you not lubricate it and so there's lubricants that are specifically designed for any toy that's going to go around the male
1: yeah
2: yeah important
1: i'm surprised and so guys listen let me say this right if you're listening no lotion right yeah no and you know why because it dries you the fuck out it dries your skin out it damages the skin no lotion lotion is not meant to go on the penis Use exactly. something that's designed to go on the penis to make it slippery so that you can have a good time.
2: Exactly. Because nobody wants to smell your lavender penis later on that night either. <laughs> 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 no girl wants oh, to right. go down and say, why do you smell like a bouquet of roses and a little bit of fish? Like, <laughs> Or whatever guys smell like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you.
1: But no, seriously, people don't, people don't think about this. And actually, you're going to damage your skin. Yeah. I know when you were a teenager, that was all you could get a hold of. I get it,
2: right? right? I do get it. But now you can get a hold of all sorts of things. Use something that's purpose-built. Right. And you're going to find specific lubes that work better with male toys. Um, I've been talking a lot about water-based lubricants. Water-based lubricants are not actually best for masturbation sleeves or C-rings or masturbating because they are designed by nature to soak into the tissue. So unless you're going to be knocking it off in seconds, your lube's going to slide slide into your body and then you're going to be left with nothing. So this is a good time for you to pull out uh, a shea butter type lubricant or an oil-based lubricant or Anything along those lines. You can't even use silicone, but most toys that surround the penis will be silicone toys. Um, So you probably would want to stick with something more creamy and emollient and rich.
1: And in case you're not aware of it, these things do wear out. Uh, Unlike um, vibrators and butt plugs and things like that, which have far more longevity because of the way they're built, because of the way you're using them, sleeves wear out. Oh yeah, so it gets it, you know, yeah. If it gets, if it starts to get tacky and stuff, or crumbly, yeah, or crumbly, goodbye. Get another one. They're not outrageously expensive, right? Right. Go. <laughs> Don't try and make it last forever.
2: Right. Well, one thing I will, I will say, some toys are just naturally sort of sticky. Um, depending on what they're made out of. Um, so there are like. I literally have one on my hand right now and it's kind of tacky. And what I would tell people um, is that if you dust it with cornstarch, it won't be sticky. Yes. I
1: mean, certainly that, that's definitely, um, I mean, that's definitely a thing with some sleeves yeah. you know, and, putting yes, yeah, and putting a little bit of cornstarch and putting a little cornstarch in will rejuvenate the toy, but they do have a shelf life. Right. You know, like I, I have a vibrator that I've had for 20 years and it's still in good condition. Is it hard
2: plastic? No. No, oh, right.
1: No, but it's still in good condition. It's been well taken care of. <laughs> um, but it's a classic you know, now. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. But you know, this is not gonna. This is not gonna last you twenty years,
2: right? So. Yeah, no, these aren't.
1: And now, I mean, you know, we talk about lubricant and anal sex and any kind of anal play. Um, and as you said earlier, I mean, it's really important that you have some. Now, vaginal tears are not fun little micro tears are not fun, but you may not even be aware you've got them. Let right. me tell you something. Anal tears
2: are dangerous. Yeah. That's a shit ton. Part my, of my pun. But it's a shit ton of bacteria back there.
1: Yes. So yeah. it's really important that you're aware that if you start doing a lot of tearing in that area, you're opening yourself up to some serious infection. So don't be fucking around with it. You need lots of lubrication and you do need the right lubrication and water based lubes when you're having anal sex are just not appropriate.
2: Right. And that's another thing. And this is where Hollywood pisses me off. You know, the first time anybody ever, not anybody, but for a huge portion of the United States, at least the first guy on guy relationship anybody ever saw was *Brokeback mountain. And they used spit I know that did not happen. It did not. <laughs> Whoever the bottom was in that situation wasn't like, yeah, no, that's fine, go for it. <laughs> it didn't. That's not no. clear. I mean. It needs
1: to it's be. It's not enough lube. Oh, well, I know men who do that, but they're sadists.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, because
1: they right? want to hurt somebody. Right. You know. I mean, no.
2: I mean, I and mean, the thing is,
1: is that if you don't know these things, then. You just think this is what's ordinary, and you go ahead and do things that actually are not useful. Um, I tell people if they're not sure if they're arguing with me about whether you le- le- need lube back there, it's like think about when you're trying to push something out um, and right. you haven't been drinking enough liquid.
2: Hmm. I don't understand who would argue about needing lube back there. I feel like that's step one. Wait. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe they have a. <laughs> It's a really horrible joke. But remember when everybody was taking that alley pill Mm -hmm. for uh, weight loss, and it was just basically causing all your fat to just leave through your rectum, whether you wanted it to or not. That was the only time in history that it was safe to have anal without a lube.
1: (laughs) That's terrible.
2: That's terrible. terrible. Oh, so stupid!
1: No, <laughs> well, it's horrible. But you know, other other things. You know, again, if you're going to be using your hands, lube is a good thing. Sometimes, you know, sometimes even extra lube for oral. God oh, yeah, I was just going to mention that. <laughs> Particularly if you're going to be giving someone oral with a condom or a dental dam because now you've got a a layer of latex or polyurethane between you and the thing that you are sucking on licking. Yeah. And so your mouth's going to dry out quite quick and you're better off having something. But see, that's the time that you can be looking at things like the oil based lubes that are flavored. You know, that's when, that's when those come into their own.
2: Yeah. Those are, those are, that's what they're there for. They're designed to make what you're licking taste better. Um, and also to lubricate your mouth and usually sometimes to make your mouth water to uh, coat the gag reflex and make all oral favors better.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, you know, let's be clear about this. If you're not using a condom or a dental dam, then there may be no reason to make it taste better, right?
2: <laughs> I don't You're, know. you're tasting t-
1: uh, No, <laughs> no, man, I wouldn't use anything. I'd rather taste taste the person I'm tasting. <laughs> As long yeah. as they have good hygiene, you know, right. they, got, they got good hygiene. I'd rather taste them than, than artificial strawberries or vanilla or, you know, right.
2: You know. But, it but also for, for some people, it coats the gag reflex at the same yeah. time. So,
1: but condoms, man, taste awful.
2: Yeah. Well, they look like they would taste awful. Yeah.
1: They're pretty disgusting.
2: Yeah, even when they say they're flavored, I'm still like, no, they
1: taste awful. You taste, you know, you taste latex or polyurethane. You can't help it. You just taste it. And besides, even when they flavor them, they flavor them with this artificial disgusting stuff. And right. so They taste awful. I mean, that's just how it is. So,
2: exactly.
1: um, you know, a, a flavored lube is actually usually better and the, and the texture is nicer.
2: Right. And there's flavored lubes that uh, you know, when you rub them, they get warmer. If you breathe on them, they get hotter. So that adds to the experience. Yeah. Um, another place that you, this is uh, a very recent discovery of mine. I had a client just buy a toy that sucks on the clitoris. Yeah. And it's got enough suction that if you hold it up to your finger and you let it get attached, you can hold the whole toy up. So it's got suction. So you and want she, lube for sure. Yeah. It, she, she said, oh my God, it feels like I'm getting a hickey. <laughs> So I, I posted on like a group of our consultants and I was like, does anybody know what to do about this? And they're like, you have to put loom on the clitoris or it will give you a hickey.
1: <laughs> I was okay. Like, okay. So we are at our last break and we'll talk more about this issue when we get back after some words from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the A to Z of sex with me, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. This is the final segment of L is for Lou. And um, I am with the amazing Raylene Tuskowski. And um, yeah. Okay, so let's be a little clear about this. You know, you do want to, if you're using one of those sucking toys, you definitely want lube on the Clitoris. Otherwise, you get raw it is so fucking unpleasant cannot tell you how unpleasant and i'll tell you can i say the name of the one that that is the biggest culprit on oh sure right ahead you think i'm okay to do that okay so whilst lalo makes pretty amazing toys the lalo soma is very 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 hot and I advise women to start on their lowest settings. If you don't use lube with that, you will, you will get more than sore, actually. Wow. You will be very uncomfortably sore. So, you know, don't do it.
2: I have heard of the Womanizer. Yes. Um, I have heard of Tracy's dog. Have you heard mm-hmm. of Tracy's dog? Yep. The one that has all the funny... Yeah, Um, on Amazon. And then uh, my company just came out with one called Sealed with a Kiss. Uh, Mm -hmm. But they're all kind of the same sort of thing. They add that suction because people have been asking for that for a while. It's the Mm -hmm. one thing that toys fail where human mouth does not fail. Right, Right. (laughs) It's just getting that right amount of suction. Um, But yeah, you got to make sure you keep the clitoris lubricated. Otherwise, you're going to chafe it.
1: Right, right. And it's really important. Um, and, and, you know, depending, I, I just, just it's actually chafing the vagina is a lot less painful than chafing the clitoris.
2: Uh, I chafed my labia once on a 20-mile round-trip bike ride Oh, that's wearing a, a pair of carbo, cargo pants, and I got a blister. I swear to God, an actual blister on my labia, and that was the most uncomfortable I have ever okay. been in my entire life. <laughs> I, I got off the water. bike. I was crying, yeah, <laughs> not laughing, crying, crying, crying. Very, <laughs> very unpleasant.
1: So, um, some people think that um, if you're in water, it means you don't need lube. No, um, It's the opposite. Yep.
2: Yep. It's the opposite. I actually uh, used to tell a joke about um when well, the first thing this is actually true. It's not even a joke. One of the things, when you get in the water, the first thing your vagina does is goes swoop and it tightens itself up because it doesn't want water up inside of it. Because at that point, it's a douche that it did not ask for. Right. So your body protects itself. This is why when you get out of the pool, you might have water in your ear, but you usually don't have water in your vagina. Yep. Right? So you're not, So now you're getting in the pool, you're automatically tightening everything up, And then any natural moisture you had on the outside, as soon as you got into the pool, is now in the pool. Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely need lubricant in the water.
1: And let's be clear about this. If you're wanting to protect yourself from diseases, having sex in a pool that anybody but you and your partner go in is not a good thing to do. Right. Hot tub sex may look fun on television and stuff, but, oh, my God, everything breeds in there. You really just don't want to do it. Oh yeah, that's
2: the perfect temperature for stew, for stewing bacteria, brewing and stewing bacteria. As if you really want to have sex in the hot tub, get all hot and bothered in the hot tub, and then slide yourself out to the side and do your penetrating.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's you know even even if you're doing this with your partner in your hot tub. Right, there's bat you know, we have bacteria on us all the time right. and you don't want to get it in places. I mean, it's one of the disadvantages of having a vagina sometimes is that you know, we end up with bacteria um, from other parts of our body that gets up in there. And if you're in the water, you're much more likely to do that, and then you end up with infections and it's really annoying. You know?
2: Water Lake Ocean jacuzzi puddle in the middle of the road, wherever you're doing it, <laughs> sure you're using <laughs> don't yeah. just be careful, use a lube. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and this is like the message of this show, guys. Use lube. Use lots and lots of lube. And don't be embarrassed about it. Yeah, there really isn't any reason to be embarrassed about it. If you're using a water-based lube and you're concerned because it's getting everywhere or something, you know, you can, you can put down all sorts of absorbent things on the bed. That keep. Yeah. Don't worry about it.
2: Yeah.
1: Not a big deal.
2: And the, yeah. uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to say this, and I hope, the entire Johnson and Johnson company doesn't fall down on me. KY jelly is not the best vaginal lubricant. And everybody says, well, because my doctor said, you know, it's what my doctor uses. I'm like, yeah, your doctor's going in one time with the speculum and pulling it back out again. It's not constantly creating friction on the sides. Your KY jelly is the one where you're going to wind up with those little pill balls and those little, what do you call it? little nuggets (laughs) that make you uncomfortable afterwards there are better lubes than the ky jelly
1: and actually even johnson and johnson makes a um a a, a natural lubricant they make pearls that are actually not made for having sex they're made to deal with dryness that you put it in and the the outside of the pearl dissolves and the lubricant you know disperses in your vagina So, I mean, they do make other lubricants. I don't think KY is the... KY jelly, the standard KY jelly, is certainly not one that I would normally choose. Excuse me, because I do associate that with... um, Right. Speculums.
2: Um, Another thing, a lot of people are going very natural, and they are using uh, coconut oil Mm -hmm. and other sort of natural oils. And what I tell my customers is... If you want to use coconut oil with your partner, that's fine. Because you're both 98.6 degrees or higher and it will melt into you. I right. don't suggest using it with your toys because now it's on your toy and it's literally a, a barrier to cleaning your toy. Yes. Because it's not going to be the same temperature. The toy is cooler. And people, you know, they'll say, okay, fair enough. Because it sounds like that That sounds about right to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No, I mean... You know, I mean, it's okay to be natural, but, you know, actually there are natural lubes out there. And so just read the fucking bottles, guys, you know, right. not difficult, you know, go and look at them, read them, check them
2: out. Um, mm. And never, ever, ever, ever use Vaseline on or near your vagina. Thank you. <laughs> and I would say, I know a lot of people use
1: Vaseline for anal sex. I'd say No.
2: No, because it's a petroleum-based product, and it it, uh, actually attracts bacteria Mm. and holds on to it and leaves it in that area. So
1: Again, something you really don't want to do.
2: Yeah. Just
1: like people are like, what? What?
2: What did they say? Yeah. And it's weird. Like, we're at the last few minutes, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, and here's the other thing we need to know. Oh, and here's another thing we need to talk about. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you
1: know, you, you, you wouldn't think that you could spend a whole show talking about lube, but yes, you can. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I didn't have any questions come in on this one, so I've got nothing to add on questions. Um, but I will give people some information in a second about what's going on around here next. Um, thank you so much for joining me. Could you tell them how to find you, please?
2: Oh, why, thank you for having me again. Um, you can find me on my website, standupcomedysexad.com. Uh, And then on Instagram, I'm Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. And on Facebook, I am, my friends call me Ray Ray, because they wouldn't let me use sex ed in my Facebook.
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, Okay, guys, so um, next time it will be the letter M. Because most of us are still in forced um, sheltering at home or forced lockdown, I'm doing an awful lot online at the moment additional content that's available, so um, on, uh, I think it's the 3rd of May, I'm going to be doing a webinar on Talking Dirty. If you're interested in joining this, email me at loribeth at com and uh, tell me you just want in and I'll give you the link and the password to get into that webinar. Um, I've got a book coming out, my erotic memoir is coming out. Um, it's called dancing the edge to surrender an erotic memoir of trauma and survival and that will be out in the next two weeks and i'm gonna have a launch party 13th of may if you are interested in coming to the launch party we're gonna have music we're gonna have a lot of fun there will be swag and prizes because i can't give you any food and drink because we're all in lockdown Um, so, um, if you're interested in coming to the launch party again, email me, um, and I'll give you details for that. And if you want to grab 30 minutes free with me for a breakthrough session, it's bit.ly forward slash 30 minutes, Dr. Lori Beth. That's the number 30 capital D capital L and capital B have a fantastic week. Look after each other. Please do stay safe. This virus is a killer. And that's not exaggeration. So stay safe. Be wise. Stay home. And with look lube. With Lube. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Sex toys, partners, and Lube. Amen. Have a great week.
0: We hope you learned something today. But if you have more questions, go ahead and email them to Lori Beth at drloribethbisbee.com. Then be here next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of The A to Z of Sex with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee on Voice America Health and Wellness. See you next week.